Welcome to the Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast, inside the business, buzz, and brilliance of Black entrepreneurs. Here is your host, Dr. Francis Richards. Innovative Thinkers, episode number 443, Innovative Thinkers. Thank you for joining us as we elevate the Black Entrepreneur Experience by interviewing CEOs, thought leaders, innovative thinkers, and Black entrepreneurs across the globe. I'm your host, Dr. Francis Richards. Be bold, be boundless, be braven. These are the famous words of Google Digital Coach, founder and CEO of Braven Agency. Welcome, Roberto Martinez. Thank you, Dr. Richards. Appreciate you for having me here today. You're welcome. I've given our audience such a brief bio. Why don't you fill in the gaps and share with our audience what you'd like them to know about you and your business? Well, I'd like them to know that I'm one of them. I'm an entrepreneur like them. I started off working in corporate America, realized that's not how I help my community. That's not how I empower my community of of people of color who are trying to scale their companies, scale and grow their communities. And so I realized that I want to transition out and start my own company that focuses on empowering entrepreneurs who want to understand how to grow their company from zero to one. And we do that through digital marketing and operations. I started the agency back in 2016. And then I started working for Google back in 2017. So right after that, and it's just been a, an amazing rocket ride since. I've worked with the city, county, with different universities, with different companies. I went from Meta to Google to Instagram. We're working right now to partner with TikTok. Uh, next month, I will start working with Amazon. And it's all around how do we help our Black and Latino entrepreneurs leverage digital marketing tools and services to grow their business. Talk about your day quit. Tell us the backstory. I started off, I think a lot of us in the diverse business community want to help our community. We see the struggles that our our community faces. And so we think government is the route or elected positions are the route. So I started, I went to school locally and I'm from Los Angeles at UCLA And I started working for the government. And I thought, this is the way I help my community by working with the government. And not that it was a bad idea, but you become disillusioned how much impact you can actually have. And then after working with the government, I transitioned over and I started working in pharmaceuticals. And then I started working as a consultant for different tech companies back in Los Angeles. And I was making these companies a lot of money. You know, so you start realizing your skill set and your capabilities and you start realizing, wow, you know, this particular tech company does not need me. I am a, a cog in that wheel and I am making them millions of dollars. And there's a lack of appreciation for my community. And I have some amazing peer mentors that always told me, lift where you stand. You don't have to change the world. You could change your community. So I took a look at the work that I was doing and I, I took the jump. I took the leap. The reason my company is called Brave and Agency is because I believe entrepreneurs are very brave. So it's brave entrepreneurs. We mix those two words together. And you guys are very brave and you guys are are taking on the risk and you're saying, I believe in my mission in life to help out because you guys are providing solutions to problems that everyone faces in their daily life. And you guys are building community by empowering the community, by providing jobs. And so that really inspired me. My mom was an entrepreneur. My aunts are entrepreneurs. And I said, how do I help them? The folks who are maybe don't understand digital marketing, digital technology as well as I do, but bring I could bring them the tools to help them grow and scale their business. So I took that leap. It was a hard leap because uh, every consultant will tell you, you spend $1 with, the, with your business community, 
you get paid a hundred dollars. You spend one dollar with the tech community or the corporate Fortune 500 community, you get a thousand dollars. But I believed in my mission, and I decided to go ahead and, and jump in. And God is great. God is blessed, and we continue to serve our community. You've talked about the rewards and also the risk in entrepreneurship. Roberto, talk about your worst moment in business and what was your takeaway? I don't believe there's a worst moment. It's just a situation. So it's it's really hard. It's, it's a paradigm shift where you see every difficulty as an opportunity. Obviously, COVID is the biggest difficulty and everyone who, who has created a company has known how much that has drastically affected folks. It has drastically changed how we do business. Everyone pushed themselves to get through this difficult time. So that must be, from my standpoint, one of the most difficult opportunities. We have to scale down the company. We have to offboard. I call it offboarding as a euphemism for laying off, which is really what it was. Really amazing people in my company. That and it really hurt me. But it also offered an opportunity and it created an, a chance for me to create a program that allows people to be able to sell online with the least amount of effort. And that opportunity created the new company that I have called Smarts. I, I launched, I spinned off a new company called Smarts that allows us to measure the success of government and civic programs for small to medium-sized businesses, for entrepreneurs, and give them a roadmap on how to grow their business, how to grow their business using technology. And so every threat has an opportunity. And so that's one of the situations that I've experienced. Obviously, there's always, always as an entrepreneur, you always wake up and, and you have to kind of face, that's why you're brave. You're facing these new challenges. And, uh, you know, we're going through one right now with my company where we're restructuring the way we work our, our business. We, we started finding different talent from across the country, across the world to make sure we're as competitive as possible. So we continue to serve our key demographic, which is the diverse African-American, Latino, women-owned, LGBTQ-owned business, because those are our stakeholders. Those are the people that we want to serve. Fill in the blank. Thank you, pandemic, because... You made me resilient. I like that. There are so many brands and businesses that are dominating. Talk about a brand or business that's dominating that you admire and why. You know, it's going to sound cliche and, and I'm going to sound like a token, <laughs> a corporate token uh, mouthpiece. But I, I do believe in the work that Google continues to do in our community of color. I do believe they invested in the community. They did not divest from the community. I, I do believe that they there was you know, a lot of cutbacks as every tech company goes through, and they decided to continue to support the program that I am a part of, which is called Grow with Google. A lot of amazing team members were unfortunately um, downsized during the downsizing a couple months ago, but they continue to hold the program. Other programs did not make it. And this is, program is specifically for diverse businesses across the country. It's a free service that Google provides to help the small business understand how to use Google tools and services at no cost to that small business. And then they made a huge amount of investment. They gave millions of dollars to different organizations, the Black, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, National Chamber of Commerce. So they doubled down on those efforts. And I think the reason why they were able to do that, it speaks to their culture, it speaks to their, their uh, resource groups, their research, internal resource groups, employment resource groups that have a strong passion for what they do. No organization is perfect, but uh, I do admire that. The other organization that I'll be remiss if I didn't mention is J.P. Morgan Chase. They've also did a huge investment into the community. They've also kind of put their money where their mouth is. They decided to launch a program and double down during these difficult times. They're, the financial district, uh, industry is going through a lot of difficulty as well. 
they're still in that community. They're still investing. They still have very talented, authentic is the word that comes to mind. They're, they're some of the most authentic financial folks that I've ever come across. <laughs> and I appreciate that because it's really hard sometimes in, to find folks that would want you to succeed regardless if it's with them or without them. Roberto, I would like you to have a monologue. I want you to name this person, living or not. They've inspired you so much. Name the person and what are you saying to that person? Well, to me, one of the individuals, I do have a government background and I I always think about Abraham Lincoln and I always think about what he had to go through. And one of my mentors says, what kind of life do you want? Do you want the life you admire or the life you respect and revere? And so the life you admire is the life of that individual who travels the world and is a jet setter and you know lives in multiple locations, multiple homes, or the life you revere, that individual who did the right thing regardless of how difficult it was, who had suffered throughout his life, but still moved forward. That to me is very inspiring. Thank you for and that. It, yeah. What is the biggest takeaway from our conversation today? What do you want the audience to leave with? Dr. Richard, I think it's very black and white to me. The reason I am here is to help our African-American community understand the true resources for them to grow their business. If they're in the state of Texas, if they're anywhere remotely close to Houston, we have an amazing program called the Digital Communities Program, and it allows them to receive free services at no cost. This is it's an, really difficult to give away free services. You think that folks would be landing around the block, but very straightforward, the Digital Communities Program out of Houston, Wells Fargo Foundation raised their hand and they said, we love the work we're doing. We also believe in the community. We also want to give back to the community. We're just like JP Morgan Chase, and we're going to invest heavily into our African-American and Latino and small diverse business by helping them digitize. And they led from the front. They have this program in Houston that allows anyone that's in the city of Houston to be able to create their own website at no cost, create their own branding at no cost, get free consultation, receive free business listings, all in an effort to help them digitize and sell online. So that program is an amazing program. If you're in the city of Houston and we're splitting up the program in the city of Los Angeles, you get up to $10,000 in free technical assistance services in the form of digital tools like websites and business listings and branding to grow your company at no cost. All we're asking from you is about three to seven hours of your time. Is that three to seven hours total or three to seven hours in a month? It is. We can move through and digitize a small business within a month. We have an amazing team. I don't do this alone. It's our glory goes to them and the work that they do. But yes, we if you give us everything we need and we need to know about your company, your mission, your vision, we need to understand we give you we make it as easy as possible for you to give us that information. We give you questionnaires and you give us that information. And then we set up a meeting one on one with one of our key consultants to help you understand how to improve your business. It's not, you know, you you can give a man a fish or you could teach a man how to fish and you could teach a woman how to fish. And, and we're all about teaching them how to fish. We're giving them the tools by which, the rod by which they can fish, and then we're showing them how to fish. And so Wells Fargo Foundation has been fantastic as an organization helping us empower our diverse business community. So three to seven hours total. 
If they're very responsive, we can get it done within a month. The reality is it takes about five weeks. Roberto, what is your zone of genius? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. I think when, when I think about zone of genius, I think about presence and I think about being in the moment and in the now and getting into that flow state. I think a lot of our, us as entrepreneurs are always projecting into the future. And I think when you understand your capabilities and your skill sets and who you are as an individual and what you bring to the table, then it's about being as present as possible with the opportunities that you have. And I think that is where I get into my flow state when I'm present with the programs, with the talent, with the employees, with the entrepreneurs. And I am like, I am here with you. I am nowhere else in the world, but here in the now and being present with them. And that brings authenticity, that brings opportunity, that brings, it nurtures an environment that allows us to uh, create magic, like uh, alchemy almost, right? Because we start thinking and it, it's no ego involved. We're creating something bigger than the collective parts. And so I would say that would be the state. I'd like to focus on an attitude of gratitude. And I'd like you to have a thank fest. I want you to thank people and situations that has really propelled your life. Yes, there's so many. <laughs> there's one individual that I pray to every day. Uh, he's going through a very tough time. I, I won't name him, but he was a peer mentor, a former mayor here locally, is a giver, uh, bends over backwards for everyone. He's going through a difficult time right now, but I am eternally grateful for his work and his ability to lead by example. There's another individual that's a banker. She's amazing as well. She always allows you to present the best version of you and is an advocate for you when you leave the room. You want folks who are always championing you, always speaking highly of you when you're not in the room. And that is an individual I'm internally grateful for. Even individuals who there's people for seasons and they leave for reasons. And if there's an individual from the city, I'm internally grateful for her. She did a great job. She's very resilient. She finds a way to win. We might not always see eye to eye on the projects and programs that we put together, but I do appreciate all the work that she has been able to do. And her heart is always in the right place, which is the diverse entrepreneur, which I'm internally grateful for. All glory goes to my mother. <laughs> I absolutely love that woman. I don't know where I would be without her. Uh, she is my rock, my foundation. She has helped me tremendously. I'm eternally grateful for her and guiding me through difficult times. And my God, I'm very blessed to live in faith and to be in faith. And uh, every day above ground is better than one below it. So I, and no matter how difficult it gets, no matter how hard it gets, knowing that I'm here for a reason, it's great to make money, but it's, it's higher calling than that. that that's something that I, I pray every day to, and I'm very grateful for. When you talk about that higher calling, what is your purpose? Why are you here? That's a great question. I think every challenge leads to an opportunity. Seven years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, I was going through a difficult time, which is why I created the company. One of my best friends had just passed away. I literally, the guy I grew up with, we traveled the world together and he passed away. And, and that was a coming to Jesus moment for me, where I kind of took a reflection. It doesn't matter how much money I make. What is your calling? Why are you in this world? And I, I came up with a mantra and I said, it's through the service of others that I serve myself. And that mantra has helped me through thick and thin and has anytime I get distracted or get pulled away from what I'm doing, 
I remember that mantra, like, why are we here? We're here for others. We're not here for ourselves. Now it's important to love yourself and it's important to have self-love and, and care for yourself and to do it for the right reasons. But at the end of the day, we're here for others. We're here to, our life is better because of the other that comes into us and shines their light on us. So that is my mantra. That is the reason I am here. I am here to serve. Speaking of self-care, talk about mental wellness and entrepreneurship. <laughs> I'm not the best individual to speak to that. I, I would say this, you have to love yourself. Uh, and that sounds like a funny way of expressing it. It's because I've gone through a very difficult year and we sometimes lose ourselves in our work because it's so gratifying. It is gratifying to help others. It is gratifying to lift the community up and it feeds your soul. But you have to also feed yourself, feed the, your family, feed the people around you that you love, and more importantly, take care of yourself. And that's been a really difficult journey for me because I always thought if I took care of everyone else, I'll be fine. And the reality is one of my peer mentors, she told me, it's like the airplane, you know, you have to put the oxygen mask first on yourself before you put it on your child. And I love that. But actually how that is actualizing it every single day is important. So I, I developed another mantra recently. This is past couple of weeks. And it's, uh, I'm a love myself like I am the love of my life. And really, really meditate on that. Really say, you know what? I am the love of my life. I will act accordingly as a result of that. And so how would I treat the love of my life is how I would treat myself and being compassionate and providing unconditional love to oneself. What problem exists in the world today that you'd like to solve? I always think it's the lack of opportunity that we provide to our, our community. I think there's a ton of opportunity out there and it's bringing those opportunities and matching them with, up with the folks who want those opportunities to succeed. And that has really been my mission in the past four years, five years, aligning those opportunities where there's resources on the left hand and those resources aren't reaching the folks who want those resources on the right hand. And that's really confusing and dumbfounding to me. Like, how is it possible that we have this much money and it's not reaching the communities that we needed to reach? And so that's a specific issue within the lens of entrepreneurship that I work diligently with. And I have an amazing cohort of fellow mission-driven leaders that provide that and assist that. We're, we just partnered and we're inking the contract in the next couple of weeks with ICIC, inter-community, uh, intercity community. They do great work. They help out African-American Latino entrepreneurs. And we're propping up a new alumni program to help those alumni better identify how to keep scaling and growing to go from zero to 500,000 to a million to 10 million to 100 million. And if they want to have a lifestyle company, great. We'll make sure you have the strongest lifestyle company possible. Half a million is fine for you. Fantastic. We love it. We make sure that it's almost bulletproof or recession-proof, as we like to call it. That's an opportunity, and that's a challenge that I see everywhere. I always look at, well, that much money is going there. Why can't we realign that money to go to our entrepreneurial community to help them better scale their, their opportunities? So that's a challenge that I am wholeheartedly behind and I will probably commit the rest of my life to. What breaks your heart? When people don't reach their potential and that's my own, that breaks my heart. And what I mean by that is when there is no hope, right? So they have an amount, imaginable amount of potential. Their businesses are amazing. And for whatever reason, they give up. And that to me is something that is unimaginable. I, I don't like hearing no 
I think any movement is better than no movement. And you move forward, you could pause, but you don't stop moving. When I meet with different entrepreneurs and, and they start getting emotional with me and they start saying, I'm tired, I don't want to do this anymore. I, that breaks my heart. And, and seeing the difficulty that they have continuously to live that dream that they had when, with their company. And they're saying, you know, our community is disproportionately affected by a lot. I mean, it's just heartbreaking the amount of heartbreak our community goes through. You'll be amazed how many stories where, you know, we're working with the entrepreneur, we're building up their digital presence. And they're like, my daughter died or my grandfather died or my aunt is really sick. Or, you know, we just got into this, like there was a shooting in my neighborhood. And it's just, it makes zero sense to me that we want to succeed. We have the gumption and the drive to succeed and external factors affect us disproportionately to any other community. And that's unacceptable to me. That is a challenge. I don't know how to solve that challenge. I think it's just one day at a time, slow down, be present and work through it. And it's hard because our leadership and our our stakeholders that are funding us are like, this is the deadline. And I was like, well, our community doesn't work in those deadlines. We cannot just stop life from happening to us. Do you understand what they're going through? That's a huge insight. You're asking us to forego a funeral for, for us to make these meetings. And, and we're just disproportionately affected. It's not a cookie cutter approach. We cannot systemize the system that you want us to. So that breaks my heart. What fills your cup and bring you joy? The same folks, the same folks that break my heart are the same folks that inspire me when I see them resiliently go through that experience and, and be patient with themselves and not rush the situation and say, hey, listen, we're still going to be here regardless of what happens. We're going to get through this moment. And that fills my cup. It's inspiring. E even the most innocuous, you know, when we propped up this program, the Digital Communities Program, and you hear the success stories and you hear the entrepreneurs get emotional and start crying about their new website and, and then call us. We got our first sell. That fills my cup. That externally speaking, that that is why I'm am where I'm at. And then internally is the gratitude piece. It, it's waking up every day. I have a little gratitude journal right here. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, there it is. <laughs> and every day, just what am I grateful for? You have to align your values consistently and make sure you're present with your gratitude and why and, and what is enough enough. You know, it, you could have all the riches in the world and you could be miserable. And um, I tell that to the entrepreneur all the time. Listen, you should be doing this great to make money and get it. You should do it to make money. You should do it to be successful. But make sure you're taking care of yourself and grateful for what this experience is and being here in the now. And it's really hard. I, life is difficult. I, I as I was mentioning, my, one of my close friends is going through a very difficult time. Another one of my friends passed away recently. My dad was in the hospital. It's just we can always fall into this rabbit hole of what was me, but we have to also balance that out with God and, and the gratefulness of being here. And I want to pause, Roberto, and say, I see you. I hear you. My sincere sympathy for your loss. I can imagine when you talk about difficult times and going through and just know that my prayers and thoughts are with you as you navigate through the challenges. Thank you, Dr. Richards. I, I mean, a lot. and I, I have an amazing community and we can become part of that community with each other and help each other out because I think it takes a village and I am indebted to my community. Absolutely. I can hear 
your compassion. So I thank you for that. The word is play. How did you play or how will you play today? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's important to play within any confines that you find yourself. Life is too important to be taken seriously. <laughs> and so you have to bring this, uh, this levity to it. You have to roll with the punches and enjoy the moment. I'm a big believer in balancing out your passions with your work. What does that mean to me? That means creating an environment where people want to come to work, creating an environment where people are excited for the work that they're doing, empowered for the work that they're doing. It also means taking time off. We have a unlimited amount of time off policy within our company, even though we're small, we're a small entrepreneurial company. If you family first, you know, community first, whatever you guys need to do, do it. I, I'm a big believer in that. If you guys need to take time off for a week and we're in the middle of a difficult program, take the time off, go with the family. No one's on their deathbed saying, I should have worked more hours. Everyone's in their deathbed saying, I should have spent more time with my family. I should have spent more time with my kids. So I, I'm a big believer in living your values. And that's play for me. It's, it's uh, you know, going with your friends. I've taken up dancing and I, I'm going every twice a week for my own sake, for my own sanity. So that's important. And when my team tells me I need to take time off for whatever reason, I don't even question it. I'm like, we get it. Take it. Whoa, you dropped a value bomb there when you said the word dance. Like, I love, love, love to dance. And I've created an acronym. I'm not a professional dancer, but I love to dance. <laughs> and one of my dreams is to go to Argentina to learn the Argentina tango. So I, I love, love like Latin dance, but I have an acronym that I made up for dance and it's called Determined Action Now Creates Energy. The yes. more you do, the more you want to do. And even doing nothing is doing something. No, I love I it. Love I, I spent some time in Argentina in my youth. Uh, I did an internship with the U.S. State Department as an economic intern. Amazing. You should definitely do it. I, I have friends still there. So if you ever want to go, I'll give you a list of what to do in Buenos Aires. It's Yes, I, I've taken up salsa, bachata, and, and uh, it's just, I'm committed. Uh, and, I, you know, I... I do scuba diving and I've learned how to ride a motorcycle, but I think dancing is different. You know, you know, I was to your point about committed action and being present. We talked about mindfulness that we danced around mindfulness, but being present in the now, you know, not finding externalities that are negative externalities to be present and be mindful and be here in the now, but finding joyful externalities like dancing, like community that allows you to lose yourself in that moment. That's a very powerful tool and dancing is definitely right up there. So I, I'm very appreciative for rediscovering that. That is awesome. I love it. Who are your top two influencers, mentors, and what lessons did they teach you? Yeah, it, you know, that's interesting. I, I don't really have influencers that are like well-known. I could always say like Gary Vanderchuk is, you know, or Tim Rob. Like it's not that. I, I love micro-influencers. I love folks who are, in the struggle. I love seeing the scale and the growth. So those folks are the ones that inspire me. Those folks, I have a, a great friend. She inspires me because she is so driven. She is so focused. Her name is Jessica. She's largely uh, from Argentina, moved here when she was very young. I get about, and uh, she just finished a, a leadership program at Stanford that I referred her to. She's super happy. And she created an influencer organization and a company and it grew tremendously and she has deals with Amazon and she, she flies around the world and that's super inspiring. She's, you know, a couple of tens of thousands of followers, but 
Her content is authentic. It's sticky. It's it's relevant. It, it speaks to me as a person. It speaks to me as an entrepreneur. Absolutely love that. The other one is our our leader within the Grow with Google, uh, Angelina Darwinson, and she's amazing. She's uh, she might not walk on water, but she definitely swims on land. And uh, she created her own company called C Suites Coach. Shout out to Angelina. Uh, we're gonna have an IG live a little bit later. Her content inspires me as well. She's super resilient. I I just love resilient people. I love happy resilient people. People are like, yeah, it's tough. But I'm going to face it with a smile and I'm going to say, give me another God, like, let's keep it going. It's going to help me grow. I might not see it now, but I'm going to keep moving forward. And that's inspiring to me. And, and so those type of influencers, thought leaders is what I would call them, really motivate me to, to uh, inspire me to keep moving forward. What book would you recommend and why? Oh, right now, I'm, I'm uh, just because of where I'm at with my journey, not an entrepreneurial book. There's so many great entrepreneurial books. The compound effect is probably one of the easiest ones for folks who are getting started. Like, hey, we're just getting started and I'm not seeing any success. Read the compound effect. That's going to give you motivation because you're not seeing yourself climbing the pump just yet. And it, when you're starting, that's the big thing. Like, I'm putting all these hours and nothing's coming out and nothing's coming out. I think the compound effect does a great job. But right now, I am because I am going through a difficult personal journey in my life, I picked up The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oprah Winfrey put me up on him. And one of my great, great friends, Myra, uh, she also said, you got to read this guy uh, for you to be more mindful and present. And so I'm reading that because of my personal journey right now. And that's been very helpful. So for the entrepreneur who's just getting started, the compound effect, for those of us who are trying to be more mindful and present, the power of now. Thank you for that. What is your top priority for the next week? Yeah, to, to take care of my team. We have some amazing opportunities coming up. Like I just mentioned, ICIC. And for those of us who don't know, just put ICIC into the Google search engine, apply to that program. And you won't regret it. I did it six years ago. It's helped me scale my company, helps me grow my company. The, the alumni network is phenomenal. So do that program if you haven't done so. It's it's a really great program. Bringing in more opportunities for, for my, my team members. That That's my number one priority professionally. It's I want to end this one strong. I want to, uh, there's a lot of work to be done within certain work we're doing with the city. I want to leave that in a good place, regardless of where it goes. But I definitely want to get the foundation and the roadmap going, the runway, if you will, for the next six months, solidified in the next week. And then personally, I think I, I want to take some time for myself to keep being in the moment, keep being in the now, and being keep being grateful and putting that energy out there. As uh, that famous Stoic would say, this too shall pass. And the good isn't always as good and the bad isn't always as bad. And we're going to move forward. Let's take a snapshot of the last 30 days. What was your biggest win? Yeah, well, within the first, you know, working with, uh, so uh, TikTok recently came to us and said, hey, we love what you're doing. Let's work together. So I would say that was our biggest win. And, you know, the the universe listens, you're manifesting it. You know, you meet one TikToker that leads to meeting another TikToker that leads to meeting another TikToker. And so there's different ways of winning. I always tell that to, to my entrepreneurs when, when they get discouraged. I'm like, there's multiple ways of winning. There's not just a clear, bless you. There's not just a clear cut way of winning. There's multiple ways. So you might think this is the only way. There is no only way. There's multiple ways. Uh, mentality of abundance is really important. So we started working with one team within TikTok and then that team moved to another team within TikTok. And now we have multiple channels by which we can secure that relationship with TikTok. So I would say that was our biggest win, followed by 
solidifying that ICIC contract. Those are two huge wins because they're both aligned with our mission of helping and bringing tools to our African-American, Latino, diverse small business community. And it's just really cool work, right? Like who doesn't want to learn how to manage and leverage TikTok to grow their community, to grow their sales, to grow their presence online. So really fun stuff. And you talked about ICIC. Is there any type of requirements or boundaries or limits that individuals can't participate or can participate? No, no, that that one has multiple tiers of programs. I think they have four variations, people who are a million plus, people who are like like 100,000 to half a million, people who are just getting started. They've even diversified their programming to to include different languages. So I I absolutely love they're doing the African-American community program. So it's, I wouldn't be able to speak to just one aspect. There's multiple aspects. But again, if I was to say, you're in Texas, you need free services, you need free money, $10,000, apply to digital community program. That is probably the one that I would say is I have a lot of autonomy and control around because of the amazing work that we're doing with the foundation. So if you're in LA or if you're in Houston and you want $1,000 worth of free services, I would highly, highly recommend that you apply to the digital community program. It's free. I, I don't know how to tell this enough to people like it is free. You have like, maybe that's the challenge. You know, people don't value what they don't work for. And so I understand that intrinsically as uh, behavior economics teaches us all the time. You know, you put value and that value that we place on it is, is time value. We understand as, a, as the entrepreneur, uh, you have to prioritize. And so for that program, I think that program really helps out. We've seen one business increase revenue by 3000%. It is crazy. And so you have these amazing case studies of, you know, and the business group by 3,000%. How is that possible? And it's because they did what we asked them to do. We got them online. We got them their website. We got them their business listings. We created a strong logo. We helped them understand how to communicate their value across those channels. And then they're off to the races. And we only asked them to give us about seven hours of their day. So if those businesses within your network are interested in that free service, I would highly recommend to go to Digital Community Program. So yeah, that would be a huge win for me, like just projecting out into the future. If you guys sign up, because what it allows me to do, and this is really important piece, uh, and if I could really lower my voice and have us hone in on this one thing, we have to show the foundations that you guys do want the services. We have to show the foundation that you guys do need the services. And the only way we can do that is by you guys applying and using the services. It serves no one for us to say we need these services. And then when we have them, no one uses them because then they'll come back to me and say, hey, listen, Rob, you you hit your mark, but we were expecting a thousand and you got 300. And so it's important for us to really demonstrate that there is a need and we will use those resources that are allocated to us. Thank you for that. What is the best decision that you made as a leader? It's not one decision, it's a multitude of decisions. I think the most important decision as an entrepreneurial leader is your team. It's hiring the right folks, mission critical, mission alignment, mission driven. And I think that's a constant muscle as an entrepreneur, you have to flex. It's great to hire your cousins and your nephews when you're getting started, but you need to consistently hire the right person for the right job. I can't speak highly enough of it. It's all talent. It's all the folks who self-select themselves into your tribe. And so that's probably one of the most important advices that I have for all entrepreneurs. 
But professionally, one of the most is when I made that transition from consultant into tech companies to become an entrepreneur myself. That was six to six months to a year of just really priming that pump. It's like, I believe in this mission. I believe in this mission. I believe in this mission. And just having that blind faith. One of my mentors told me, we're kind of crazy because we're so blinded by our faith in our mission that we don't listen to anyone else. We just believe in this is what it is. This is what's going to happen. So don't lose faith if you're going through it. Believe in your mission. And, and I think you'll be rewarded on the other end. Rob, if you conducted this interview, what is the one question you would have asked yourself? I want you to ask the question and answer it. Yes. The one question I would have asked myself is starting with why, why this, why now, why? And I think that's a really important question because it aligns your external and your internal and what kind of person you are. We kind of touched on this, but it's important for everyone to start their day with why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I getting out of bed? You know, that why can change, but it should be your North Star. And, you know, we talked about my family. We talked about my community. We talked about your family, your your passions, and you're uh, consistently aligning that and having that. I believe in mantras. I believe in self-talk. So understanding that why and living that why as best you can and having hope for the future is probably the the best answer I have to my why, which is in the service of my higher source. And so my why is God. Yeah. We've come to the part of our interview. It's called Fun Facts Lightning Round. I'm going to give you a series of questions and I'd like you to give me very quick answers. If there's something you desire not to answer, feel free to say pass. Are you ready for the Fun Facts Lightning Round? Your favorite color. Blue, navy blue. Your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Your ideal car? The one that gets me to point A to point B. Your first job? Busser. The last movie you saw? I want to say Top Gun. Like in the movie theaters, probably Top Gun. Yeah, the the newest one, the the one that just came out last summer. You relax doing what? Meditating and dancing. Your favorite singer or rapper? I mean, I, I always go to like my little Wayne has always been there for me, <laughs> but singer would be an interesting one. I, I don't know. It's a good question. I love banda. I'm I'm from Northern Mexico. So we have a lot of banda in our family, a lot of music like that. I would say singer, there's this uh, classic, it's called Bolero music and his name is Javier Solis. Classic 1950s musician, very uh, strong voice. Uh, absolutely love listening to his music. Your favorite dance song? Oh, man. <laughs> Anything mariachi. I love dancing mariachi. Anything salsa. I love Frankie Reese. Anything uh, hip hop. You know, I, I love dancing. I love moving. What food you eat every week, no matter what? Chicken, 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 chicken. It's like chicken breast, like milk prep all the time. So I'm pretty tired of chicken, but I eat it every, every, almost every day. <laughs> what is your favorite comfort food? Oh, Costco apple pie, without a doubt. <laughs> Anytime I'm having it, my family knows I'm having a bad day when I, I bring in the Costco apple pie. They're like, what's going on? <laughs> workout or hit the couch? Oh, no, no, no. Workout. Always keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. I, I work out like five, six times a week. Rob Roberto Martinez, thank you so much for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast. Before we let you go, share with our audience the best way for us to connect with you 
to do business with you and feel free to leave all your social media handles. Yes. So you could find me at Roberto M. Braven. So that's my handle for Instagram, LinkedIn. You could add me on LinkedIn, Roberto Martinez, Braven Agency. You can always find me there. You can email me at robert at bravenagency.com. That's robert at B-R-A-V-N agency. So one word, bravenagency.com. If you want to apply to the programs, apply to Digital Communities Program. It's a great program if you're in Houston or Los Angeles. If you want to apply to ICIC, let me know. Shoot me an email. I'll be happy to connect you to the organizer. I'm just reaching out to the director today. So happy to promote that program. If uh, you want additional tools or services or want to learn more about the Google program, you can email me at my Google email at Rob, Roberto Mar, R-O-B-R-T-O-M-A-R at google.com. And yeah, so Roberto M. Braven for Instagram and Roberto the Marketer for LinkedIn. And I look forward to connecting with you guys online. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys joining us for today's session. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Black Entrepreneur Experience. We would love for you to leave a review and rating on iTunes and share with your friends. For show notes and more episodes, go to www.beepodcast.com. Join us next Wednesday. And remember, green is the new black. So keep your bank accounts and your business in the black.